Hi, Kenley. Hi, Hal. So I heard that you watched a pretty okay movie. I might argue even that it's a good movie. Oh. What's it about? <laughs> um, it's about a recent high school graduate who feels kind of trapped in her like small rural hometown, but doesn't have a lot of like economic mobility, so she's trying to figure out a way out. And the military is kind of dangled in front of her as kind of her way out of uh, what she sees as like an oppressive kind of small town environment. But is it gay? I totally forgot I was supposed to say that. I was like, wait, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> this is what editing is for. <laughs> My brain shut off. <laughs> uh, okay, hi. Welcome to Okay, But Is It Gay? A podcast about gay movies that maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. I haven't seen any other gay movie podcasts do AWOL 2016 yet. Uh, maybe we'll be the first. Thanks for sticking around for season two. Um... This week we've got our good friend Kenley. She's, uh, we met her in our MFA. She's out in Salt Lake following her dreams. <laughs> How's it going, Kenley? You know, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I am sitting on the floor surrounded by boxes, but that's a personal choice, not because I don't have furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. Who hasn't Thank been you. in the position after moving house where they're just on the floor surrounded by boxes? Yeah, the thing is, it's been, like, two and a half weeks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> well, I don't have bookshelves yet, so okay. mostly I'm surrounded by boxes of books. That's the real problem. Mm. Uh, Love to be surrounded by boxes of books, honestly. It is a little I would bit never judge you, yeah. though, for taking that long to unpack. I have a friend who unpacked everything in, like, two days, and that frightened me. I was like, how are you a real person? <laughs> it would take me, like, three weeks. So, no judgment. P- people who are that efficient are really scary, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's all good. I ordered a mattress, and it came the other day, so I'm no longer sleeping on an air mattress, so that's cool. Hell yeah. That, that's the main <laughs> thing. Uh, I felt really bad though because I was out of town when my roommate uh, received the, the the mattress in the mail, and then had to figure out a way to get it up the stairs and into our apartment. Uh, <laughs> oh, that <alone>. sucks. <laughs> it did a little bit, yeah. It came early, and I was definitely in uh, North Carolina, so, oops. Well, good for you getting out of work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah, but that makes it better, you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I see. Is that how that works? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty so. sure it was a, a great source of stress for her, actually. So, it's, it's fine. <laughs> we, made, we made it happen. It's cool. <laughs> uh, okay, today we're talking about AWOL 2016. Before we, like, jump into plot stuff, a couple of warnings. Infidelity, this is a cheating movie. If you don't want to hear about a lesbian romance that's also a cheating movie, I'm really sorry. See you next week. (laughs) 
Uh, there's full <laughs> frontal nudity in this movie. There is discussion of past sexual assault. Nothing happens on screen, uh, but one of our leads has some unresolved trauma. Uh, there's also discussions of homophobia and a brief mention of transphobia. There's like a character makes a transphobic comment, and I'm going to rant about it. Uh, and also <laughs> les- lesbophobia specifically. Uh, happens like there's like a really random line that you could have just cut it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I have a note about that. That was like, what? Okay. I I liked that character, and then he said that. Right. It, it he really said comes so many things. Out of <laughs> I didn't like that character. So. <laughs> See, okay. Well, I mean, we'll get into this, but he was like, I'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, I also have in my notes. Um, let's see, think uh, things escalate quickly, and hey, there's some nudity. <laughs> so yeah, because I apparently uh, so I have watched this film before, but it was back in I think 2018, mm-hmm. so a couple of years ago, and I had absolutely completely blocked the fact that there was nudity of any kind. Um, I don't know how, <laughs> but I sure did. And then it happened, and I was like, oh, hey, and yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's sure a thing that happens. There is. Uh, it is. <laughs> Several times. Yeah. So this is a movie, it's about, um, it's set in Pennsylvania. This is in Autumn's Neck of the Woods. I was very excited about that. I will admit. <laughs> it's a uh, set, actually, in the director's hometown oh cool i learned yeah directed by i have uh deb chauvel yeah i read this was like her first big project it originated Mm -hmm. as like a little short film she did for her school like and then she graduated and made it a full movie and this is a fantastic dream for her first Mm -hmm. movie like this is great yeah yeah and uh, the actress the actress who played rada was in played the like reprised that role for the full length Ooh. Yeah, so she was in the, like, student film. <laughs> I said that I it was a pretty okay movie in the intro, just because I don't like how it ends. <laughs> it is a okay, solid yeah. movie. It's, it's a yeah, honestly, right, I, it gives me a really angry emotional response, but, like, I get the emotional response because it's so good, like, yeah. well made. Because I care about the characters, and I want them to succeed. Right, right. yeah. And, so that's a sign of a good movie, really. Yeah. It's just, yeah, frustrating. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. So we open on some nice shots of like rural Pennsylvania, and then Joey and her mom Ruthie are in an army recruitment office that's like in a strip mall. Uh, I don't know why, but I find the army recruitment offices that are like in strip malls alongside like regular businesses to be really insidious. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, like I people think it's are the fact that. Like, all army recruitment offices are a little bit insidious. Yeah, but, like, especially <laughs> especially the ones that are trying to pretend that they're a normal thing to exist alongside nail salons and, like, Chinese takeaways. <laughs> yeah. Joey, uh, the, the recruiter, like, makes this dumb, like, acronym out of the word soldier <laughs> to describe, like, the benefits of signing up for uh, the armed forces and the E is excitement, uh, or something like that. And uh, Joey's like, yeah, that's what appeals to me about this, is the excitement. 
but the O is occupation and Ruthie is like the thing that appeals to me for my daughter is the occupation part. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's essentially like setting up their entire dynamic. Like Ruthie wants her to have a good paying job and a future and Joey is like I just want stimulation. Well, I got the impression that she also wanted like the the option to get out of the town. Mhm. It th- that's that's like what I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah she's kind of mm. to me very neutral on the whole army thing but mm. I, I never thought she was like against it or anything or, or forced into it by her mom I don't know like yeah. later she's conflicted because of stupid people but like before <laughs> said people were involved I feel like she was pretty on board so mm-hmm. yeah and I think uh, I mean maybe now and I'm sure we'll talk about this more as well but maybe now's a good time to talk about like the role that the military plays in like economically depressed areas mm-hmm. like it's it's seen as a way out right yeah. and like as a form of opportunity and sometimes mm-hmm. as like the only opportunity yeah. like um Joey talks later about how you know if she goes into the military and serves for 3 years that like they'll help her pay for college which is something that you're, it's implied that that's something like she that's implied that that's something that like would not be like a college education would not be available to her otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as a person who um, is from a rural small town like in the south, like this is very much a thing that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is very army much, recruiters like, like make presentations at poorer schools. They don't go to like they certainly don't go to private schools and they don't go to schools in richer areas they are hang around like uh low income areas because in order to present it as you know a way to become upwardly mobile right i had an army recruiter come to my private high school wild Yeah, but we're the, okay, but see, they're recruiting for different things. They're recruiting for, like, right, right, officer yeah. school versus <laughs> recruiting to mm-hmm. be, like, just a, you know, plebe on the ground. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a thing ahead. that absolutely does happen, and I had plenty of friends in high school who, like, that was their route, right? Um, plenty of family members as well, but, like, that was their their mm-hmm. way into gaining some sort of like upward mobility like you were talking about and as a way to get out of small rural towns mm-hmm. and I think circling back a little bit to what you were saying about uh, this movie has some gorgeous shots like pastoral nature shots and I think this movie does a really good job of establishing place as a character mm-hmm. because Every decision that the characters make is based on this place, this town. And it's implied that it's in, like, a slump. I believe it's set in kind of coal country, right? So, mm-hmm. um... Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, the coal industry is not doing super well. And so you can tell that this place maybe once was a booming kind of industrial town, and now it's not. And so place is very much kind of overshadowing or kind of hovering over the choices that the characters make. 100%. Beautiful. 
Yeah, I read an interview with the director, and she talks a little bit about how uh, this movie was like her attempt to really capture a strong mm-hmm. sense of place. So I'm sure she'll be glad to hear that she succeeded with you. <laughs> but um, love the implication that Deb Shovel listens to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. We'll just like send it to her. <laughs> um, but she also talks a lot about how like her motivate her primary motivations for uh, making this film were to kind of ask the questions of like you know who joins the military in a place where it's not uh like required of everyone Mm -hmm. right and like Mm -hmm. also who would then leave like choose to leave the army and why Mm -hmm. which i did think about i'm gonna be honest too much when i watched this movie the first time i kind of went into it assuming that like the romance was the primary conflict happening here but you know it's not it's financial Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something i really like about this movie is the like the subtlety with which i mean sometimes the characters do overtly discuss like finances and economics and things like that but i also really appreciate the subtle ways that they hint at um yeah, some yeah. Of the... it's not like a flashing neon sign of like, these people are poor. Right. They just talk the way that poor people talk. Yeah, and like... <laughs> they just talk like people. Also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, Joey's mom works like multiple jobs, but that's never like addressed. It's mm-hmm. just, Joey nope. shows up to the mall uh, and talks to her mom at the nail salon. And then later her mom is working, like catering a fancy party. So like... It's never overtly discussed, but like those nice mm-hmm. subtle touches of like, hey, these people work like multiple part-time jobs to make it, you know? Joey has like multiple jobs throughout the film, but- um, It's all seasonal work yeah. also. Yeah, it's also nice that they don't paint all of the poorer characters like with the same brush either. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Joey and Reyna are both poor, but like, we see that in in very different ways like and that was also really and i loved this one scene that we'll get like into later in the film that really works as a point of comparison to you know characters who who didn't grow up Mm -hmm. right um in poverty like how that looks and just the complete different Mm -hmm. like worlds these people are coming from you're talking about the pretentious college kids yes (laughs) yes yes absolutely (laughs) Can't wait to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or like just you know they they like go to the thrift store to buy church clothes, you know stuff like that. That it's just like it's not really addressed. The characters are talking about, you know, oh when are you when do you have that army physical? Like they're having a different conversation. It's not really um, highlighted, but that's just that's just a the movie feels very natural in the way that it depicts. Mm-hmm. Um, People of a, of a certain socioeconomic class. Yeah, like, it's just, like, that's how it is. And the, the characters, I mean, I think all of the actors in this film do a really good job of making it seem very natural as well. Oh, hey, before we get too far <laughs> into this movie, do we want to talk about uh, lesbian stereotyping? <laughs> I think that could be more fun to talk about when we see some of the okay. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bridge we can cross when we come to okay. it. <laughs> Because Joey and Raina are about to meet. Joey, Joey works at an ice cream stand at the uh, county fair. 
American Dream plays over this like short montage mm-hmm. of people like selling their wares at the fair and also like hanging out there and Joey like working this job that she doesn't care about and I think that that's a really great song yes. choice for that kind it, of montage. It, it should be pointed out I think that the the things that people are selling are like here's some animal pelts here's some stuff I knitted mm-hmm. myself at home to sell at this mm-hmm. fair here's some you know, America patriotism pro-gun t-shirts, you know, like, it's it's very much, like, rural. Again, character, or places character, where we have this, like, yeah, that's what I would expect. Oh, yes, I've been to so many of exactly. these fairs. Exactly. Like, this is, yeah, this is just any small county fair anywhere in America, mm-hmm. that's what you find. Yeah, Autumn and Kenley are both from more rural areas, and I am a city gay. <laughs> Sucks. Mm. <laughs> Listen. Uh, she sees, Joey sees Raina in the crowd. She's like hanging out with friends. Uh, and Joey's all hard eyes. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Raina is an older woman. She's probably at least twice Joey's age, right? Well, well I, if, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, okay. I, I don't it's know. It's never I stated. Know. And it's hard <laughs> to tell. But it's it seems people do comment on how she yeah. is older, but it, it and she comments herself like that's a yeah, yeah that's a thing uh-huh. they discuss. But I assumed early thirties. I mean, eighteen times two is thirty six. Well, here's what I th- if we're saying that Joey is just out of high school because she just graduated mm-hmm. a few months ago. Joey's definitely eighteen. That's the only character that's like fully mm-hmm. age is established. Um. But it seems like, uh, well, Joey's sister and brother-in-law, which come in later, mm-hmm. we don't know how much older than Joey the sister is, but it seems maybe as if Raina is around their age, because, okay. like, they know her. So it's it mm-hmm. implied to me that maybe, like, they were in high school together. So I don't think Raina mm-hmm. is quite okay, as yeah. old as we think. And again, like, I think mm-hmm. that's hinting maybe at that kind of... People in small towns in rural areas, like, they get married pretty young, they settle down, especially if they're in, like, a lower socioeconomic class. Like, that's a way to establish, like, especially security. Right, right. That's a way to establish security <laughs> and stability. And so, I don't know if Raina is as old as we think. That much older. Um, mm-hmm. She just talked down to Joey a lot about the age difference. Yeah. But maybe she's 27 and just being kind of mean yeah. about it. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, that's still like a 10-year gap. That's still a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Joey can do so much better. Yeah. <sighs> it's fine. Both of her love interests in this are a little disappointing. Yeah. So uh, then, like, after uh, after everything is like shut down and Joey's trying to close down the stand, uh, Raina drives by with her friends in her truck and is like, hey, can we get some ice cream? Uh, but really, she's just here to flirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, credit to Joey, she doesn't like serve her. She doesn't like be like, okay, maybe I'll just like open the freezer even though we're closed. I thought she like, did. Good job. Joey. I mean, she does. Does she not? No. No, she's cleaning up and, like, gives her a spoonful of something. No, she oh. definitely dips her ice cream. What? 
what? I, no. I was like, wait, did I watch something else? No, she, she like... Maybe I didn't actually watch this She, movie. like, protests. She's like, no, we're closed. We're not gonna do it. And then Raina, you know, bats her eyelashes. Raina's like, I'm just like, gonna jump in anyway and pout. Yeah. And you'll do whatever I want because <laughs> people do whatever I want all the time. I mean, and she's... She, like, leaps over correct. the counter and sits down like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joey gives her some ice cream with sprinkles, I might add. The nice. rainbow mm-hmm. ones. I don't know if that's nice. relevant. <laughs> that's important to me. <laughs> yeah, and then Joey's like, or, or no, excuse me, Raina is like, hey, what are you doing after this? And Joey's like, I'm going to play music with some friends. And Raina's like, no, come play music with my friend. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> the flirting in this movie is a lot. She's so <laughs> confident. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, wow, you know, the thing about guitars is that they're portable. And, like, I hate that it works. I hate that so much. <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, I don't need friends. <laughs> She's in a band. Presumably this was band practice. Yes. That's so rude. <laughs> I mean, you know. Then she does hang out with her friends. They, like, have a fire outside Raina's place. And she plays a Tanya Tucker song, which that's flirting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting with this the singing, right? I believe it's actually the actress singing, Lola Kirk. But I think it's interesting the way they introduce vulnerability through music. Because, mm-hmm. like, Joey's here, these people she doesn't know, and she's playing this song, and then she, like, tries to hit a note, and her, like, voice cracks. Mm-hmm. And, like, that they, that happens again later, or a similar thing. Yeah, it's it's really... I don't know. It's it's an interesting kind of little subtle thread that was in there. Yeah. She's also singing a song, like a very melancholy love mm-hmm. song, and that's foreshadowing. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's thieving. <laughs> I'm going to say foreshadowing a lot because I feel like uh, the way that this movie ends is telegraphed very well uh, throughout the plot. You just like the word foreshadowing. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm an English major. <laughs> we don't have that much. <laughs> Also, indirect kiss. <laughs> Two indirect kisses. Joey has a beer. Uh, Raina teases her about how she hasn't finished her first beer and takes a sip of it. Then Joey, uh, Raina's friends are going to leave, and Joey's like, oh, I should get a ride with them. And Raina's like, mm, I don't think they're going your way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has been drinking like whiskey from the bottle and offers it to Joey, just saying. <laughs> That would be more exciting to me if they didn't like kiss immediately after this, like a real kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> and then they, Raina pours them some shots and is like, "Hey, you like me?" <laughs> the confidence. Yeah, I think this I is can the never point... imagine doing that. Yeah, never. Uh, I think this is the point in my notes that I have in all caps and with a couple of asterisks. I don't know. There's an asterisk or two. Uh, and it says, things escalate quickly. Yes. <laughs> they sure do. And, like, uh, they have sex on the floor. Mm-hmm. You have Correct. so much furniture in this place. <laughs> Why are you on the floor? And they sleep on Maybe the floor. Maybe Raina doesn't... Uh-huh. Maybe Raina doesn't like uh, sleeping with hookups in her marriage bed. She... <laughs> But she obviously does not care about that man, okay? That doesn't feel like a good enough reason to me. They're just on the floor. She doesn't care about that man, and yet she cares about him so much. Okay, like, you're... Uh, yeah. Well, she doesn't care about she cares him. cares about the idea Yeah, of she him. cares about, like, yeah. marriage as a thing, but not him. Yeah. 
No, she doesn't care about marriage. Because <laughs> I feel like if you care about marriage, she wants that you don't cheat no, on your husband. No, she wants to be married. She just doesn't care about like ah. being faithful or anything. But she very much wants oh, to be okay. married and like attached to a man. I have her. Yeah, my brother's. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they sleep together. The next morning, Reyna's grandmother drops her two daughters off. She's got like, I want to say they're like, you know, four and six, mm-hmm. something like that. Drops them off, and uh, Joey, like, low-key panics. Like, these kids enter the room where she's sleeping naked, uh, and she's like, ah, oh no. <laughs> and, like, tries to, like, quickly get dressed. Raina's super chill about this whole thing, introduces them to her. She's like, this is mommy's friend. Ask her if she wants mac and cheese. Yes. She's, like, a little bit too chill. I wish she would have just like nudge Joey awake and be like hey maybe put on some clothes I'll stall the kids until you have clothes on your body but she just lets them walk in with this basic stranger naked Na- naked stranger you're gonna traumatize your children Reyna um, also like it's it's very well. clear that like Joey did not know like who Reyna was that she had children yeah mm-hmm. well yeah um, obviously Reyna doesn't care at all about like Joey's emotions, that's clear. (laughs) Raina has her grandmother give uh, Joey a ride to work because she's a half an hour late because she overslept, and also is is like, hey, this is just between us, okay? Cool? Cool. I feel like that should have been said before they had sex, just saying. Yeah. Like, I get they were well, she was drunk, but still, Mm -hmm. why would you wait until after? Then uh, Joey immediately tells some people about it because (laughs) she goes to hang out with her sister and her brother-in-law and she didn't come home last night and so uh, her brother-in-law, Pete, uh, Autumn's boyfriend is in Oh my god, don't say that. (laughs) I hate him. (laughs) Uh, But Pete is like, uh, hey, you didn't come home last night, who's the lucky lady? And they, like, tease her until she admits, like, oh, it was this girl, Raina, I met her at the fair. And it turns out that both her sister, Kristen, and Pete know Raina, and they're like, I don't know about that. Raina's trouble. They call her trash. They do, yeah. Yeah. And also, married. The married thing is important, actually. (laughs) That's a good thing to point Uh out. (laughs) But it's also secondary to the fact that they just don't like her. I mean, I guess... They know that she's slept with this woman, and they're like, oh yeah, her husband, and no one is concerned about this. I feel like her friends are concerned, though. This whole movie, everyone keeps encouraging Joey yeah. to end it, because they know Reyna's mm-hmm. bad news. But like, in... Because th- she is. Yeah, in this moment. Maybe I didn't actually watch I mean, movie. we could just be getting different vibes from these people. Kenley, what vibe did you get? <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel as if there's more stress on the fact that they don't like Reyna, that there's something, there's something they're, like, not telling us, right? Like, something feels like it's withheld there, where they're like, oh yeah, she's trash, she's bad news, but they don't really say, like, why exactly? Um, And then they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, she's married. There is a bit this, uh-huh. there is a bit of like snobbiness over yeah. them thinking that they're like better than Reyna. Um 
they they do make say something about like she's one of those people that'll just keep having babies for the welfare check or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so and definitely, then, yeah. And then she clearly lives like kind of outside of town or like across the mm-hmm. river or something. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, there's a point later where Joey's mom is like, Joey's like, can I get a ride out to wherever I forget and yeah and her mom's like why do you want to go out there that's where all the like drugs get made and (laughs) people make crystal meth out there yeah yeah she says crystal methane amazing (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so there's definitely a like there's again the socioeconomics are coming up where it's like there's joey's family who like they buy their fancy clothes at the thrift store, right? And then there's, like, Raina, who's at a place even, like, lower on that ladder, you know? Um, and is, mm-hmm. like, looked down upon by these people who are themselves, like, not, you know, they're not, like, economically prosperous. Uh, and yet, someone lower than them is trash, right? I'm using air quotes there, trash. Yeah, which is an interesting dynamic to to depict in the film, which, again, I think is very true to life. You know, the second you climb up, mm-hmm. you know, even if you came oh, from the same place, the second you climb up, you're like, oh, those people, you know. Right, um, you want to feel yeah. like, you know, you're you're better now. You've yeah, advanced as long as you're whatever. more successful than that person, you're doing good. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of a way to feel good about your own self and your place in the world. Um, is it? This is how the bourgeois keeps us <laughs> Also, Joey is like not phased about the whole Raina has a husband thing. Yeah, which is, I mean, she's still experiencing, I guess, the afterglow a little bit. But like, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of sus on, on Joey's part. Why are you not even a little? I hate when movies do that. Like, the, why are there so many movies where someone's like, oh yeah, this person's married, actually, and they just don't care at all? Yeah, I think it's because it's not, like, the focus of the movie. Although, that kind of, for me, it kind of, like, it's, takes... It's kind it, of a big deal, though. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of, it's, like, one of the primary motivators a for thing. <laughs> the ending. Yeah, but, like, at this point, it's not yet mm-hmm. really a factor. Um... And it, for me, that's something that, like, pulls me out of the film a little bit. Because I'm like, this is not a normal way in which, like, normal humans would react to the situation. Um, like, you should yeah. be, like, a little bit alarmed. There's not even a scene of, like... Like, the very next scene is them hanging out. And it's not even, like, Joey's like, you're married. And Raina's like, yeah, but he's, like, out of town all the time. And I get lonely. Yeah, we never get that conversation. We do I really a little bit. She, I mean, Raina does talk about how her uh, Roy's always on the road because he's a trucker. But but that's yeah. that conversation happens a lot later. Uh-huh. I feel like, and not in in this exact. It's not framed like how we're talking about. Right? It. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like definitely brought up as like a good thing that he's out all of the time because then they can hang out. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but just for horny reasons. <laughs> I mean, <is> <laughs> what all of this is about <laughs> at least yeah. yeah I was gonna say I I really like this movie I think it's very well done but I'm not a huge fan of like the first act because 
it doesn't do a good enough job to me making me believe that this relationship is anything other than physical between these two kids, especially on Reyna's part. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. never believe that Reyna cares about Joey a lot as a person. And I don't know if that's the writing or if that's, like, the actress or if I'm just, I don't know, weirdly set against her. Or if it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, for me to believe a lot of the ending, I, I wish they did a bit more to establish earlier on, like, this re- what this relationship really is. They never even have, like, a what are we conversation. <laughs> yeah, they really mm-hmm. do not talk about, like, anything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ever. Every you, time they try to discuss things, they get angry, and, like, it just ends with one of them being mad and stomping away, or sex. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a bad sign, everybody <laughs> Yeah. Joey, for her part in this scene at the bar, does, like, try to ask about the whole husband situation, uh, but Raina deflects by ordering them shots. Is Raina an alcoholic? Oh, yes. I didn't notice... <laughs> I didn't notice that the first time. We She's almost this. always like chugging straight whiskey or something. I didn't notice the first time that I watched. <laughs> yeah, she has an alcohol problem, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I hope she doesn't have any more children for that reason. Probably need to go back and put that in the warnings. Mm-hmm. Then Joey explains to Reina that her mom is like encouraging her to go to the army, and she's like kind of excited about it because she wants to get out of their town and Reyna is very resolute that she will never be able to leave their town and that is for us. Also, there's a very good joke which I do really appreciate which is where they're, you know, Joey's like, yeah, you know, I'm probably gonna join the army like I gotta, gotta go do, you know, take the ASVAB, do the physical, whatever. And Reyna's like, oh, the army. Well, that's a good place to meet Ben, the army. <laughs> And I don't know why that cracked me up so much, but it really did. I genuinely didn't read that as a joke. <laughs> oh, was I, was she really? joking? I think she was I, joking. I think she was being like, "Oh, yeah, what a good place to meet men, the army, because clearly she, you're into men. What a bl- good place to find you um, a husband." Because like she, okay, they seem to have a very different. In my mind, I could be so far from what's go- actually going on with this, but like. The fact that Reyna is married and, like, every time she encounters any sort of queer space, she thinks it's, like, this weird novelty. And that happens several times. Mm -hmm. Like, to her, Mm -hmm. that's nothing other than, like, a fun little pastime sometimes when her husband's out of town. And, like, your real goal should be heteronormativity, in my mind. That, That was the vibe that she so I thought she was being serious like oh yeah you wanna you wanna get a husband for appearances sake interesting mm-hmm. yeah and I took it as like absolutely a joke um and well I'm trying to find my correct uh, trying to find the place in my notes where I I wrote this but I think you know that's something that makes Reyna to me a little bit more of a sympathetic character is that like, she has not had access to queer spaces. So that when she encounters them, mm-hmm. to her, they are a novelty. Whether that's what she wants or, you know, it, it, I haven't I found it. I have in my notes, like, Joey is a capital R romantic, right? But Joey's family, to an extent, is, like, accepting of her sexuality, right? Versus Reyna, 
who is also clearly like a capital R romantic, but has not Interesting. been allowed to be that. She's always thinking mm-hmm. more practically of like, well, yes, I, this is what I want, actually, but it's not possible because I'm stuck in this town. I need my husband to make money. I've got my two kids to take care of. Like, being queer openly was never an option for Reyna. And that might have been something to do with the time period as as well, because, you know, Joey, it's 2016. There's a couple of times where, like, on the radio in the background, um, they're talking about uh, don't ask, don't tell, and how, like, queerness is maybe a little bit more in the mainstream, or at least has is being discussed like on major news platforms and things to a certain extent um and i think maybe that's like queerness and queer spaces was something that reyna was not afforded and therefore she doesn't know how to do that (laughs) um Mm -hmm. which i think yeah like i i think a lot of her behaviors make a lot of sense when it all comes down to the fact that she is like trapped by these like socioeconomic and societal pressures um Mm -hmm. you know i think if she was the same age as joey if they had had that maybe if she had you know been in high school when queerness was like a little more acceptable that she might behave differently um oh absolutely mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think it also, interestingly, to me anyway, there's like the stereotype, right, of the like manipulative older queer person. Like it's a negative stereotype, obviously. Mm. Um, but Reyna doesn't, she may be a boundary crosser and she may be manipulative, but it's not in the like stereotypical way that we typically see in media. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. more layers to her and it's because of those like oh, socioeconomic yeah, and societal pressures that clearly are dictating her actions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And also possibly this unresolved trauma mm-hmm. that she has from um, growing up. Her mom was not the best parent in mm-hmm. the world. The very next scene, she talks about, um, "Hey, I'm about to talk about sexual assault." Uh, just so you guys, so our audience knows. <laughs> Raina tells this story extremely casually about being assaulted, uh, like, at a concert by one of her mother's boyfriends while that mother was, like, passed out from either alcohol or Mm -hmm. drug use. And so it's made very clear in this instance that not only is Raina stuck in, like, more literally in the sense that she is stuck in this town because of socioeconomic reasons, she has no upper mobility, she has no access to resources has no way feasibly of like leaving her husband um she's also stuck in this like trauma cycle that she can't pull herself out of out of because it has not occurred to her yet that it's something that she needs to pull herself Mm -hmm. out of yeah like joey looks at her concerned like because who wouldn't uh and rain is like oh don't look at me like that as if she had made a bad joke, and Joey was looking at her annoyed. And that, but again, that was a moment of vulnerability on Reyna's part, in a way. 
Like, she definitely, mm-hmm. she always tells yeah. these things in a very, like, casual way. But the casual nature, like, her casual nature is very much a persona. And, like, this is a moment where mm-hmm. that's made really clear. Because she says, oh, don't look at me like that. Or I won't tell you anything else. Like, I'm not going to be vulnerable yeah. with you if you're going to freak out. Right? She's like, my life has been shitty. <laughs> like, uh, what do you expect? Right? Like, if you want to know about me and who I am, like be ready for some hard shit, right? But she says it so casually that you can just miss it. Um, But I think that's a kind of moment of understanding between the two of them. And like a moment of vulnerability on Reyna's part, but she's kind of disguising it. Because that's Mm -hmm. how she like protects herself, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, This is also where we get like uh, Autumn was saying about she was once at like a rainbow gathering at like a pride thing where she saw a lesbian couple just sort of hanging out and existing and nobody was like homophobic at them and it boggles her Mm -hmm. mind like she cannot conceptualize of a life where you can just exist and be queer and no one bothers you about Mm -hmm. it which that's small town life baby (laughs) Also, this, this couple and their friends were from Vermont, which will become uh, important uh, mm-hmm. later. Vermont was one of the first states to legalize gay marriage, and so like a lot of queer couples just moved to Vermont for a mm-hmm. while. I love a movie that doesn't automatically like make New York City the place where the gays are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see New York in this movie, and it's mostly like the rural parts mm-hmm. of New York. The better parts, yes. <laughs> Better watch how people from New York are gonna fight you. <laughs> Good, we need the publicity. <laughs> but what's also confusing to me about this movie and like the characters is, um, and I think this is the part we're getting to shortly with the you know the barn scene. Is there anything else you need to talk about before we get there? Just that, uh, then we get the, the, the scene of Joey thrift shopping mm-hmm. with her mom, and Joey's starting to hesitate about joining the army because she wants to stick around town and be with Raina, and her mom is like, what? I thought that you were really excited about the army. And she also explains that even though ice cream season is over, she's going to stay on at the dairy uh, where the, like, the guy who runs the ice cream shop also owns a dairy. Uh, she's going to, like take care of the cows so that that can become like a full-time job for her and like good for you well it could have been um, and it could have been uh and then then crystal methane and then the barn scene Where, what oh oh her her mom's like <laughs> the scene you wanted to talk about yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was like crystal her, Meth- her, what? her mom what? asks um yeah Meth- her mom's like where are you going out there that's where they cook the crystal methane why she has to say the whole thing, I don't know, but it's funny. Um, and that's when we hear, like, Don't Ask, Don't Tell being mentioned on the radio um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have in my notes, hey, there's some nudity. <laughs> so that's fun for everyone. Because Joey takes Raina to see the cows, I guess. It's, like, at night, and they bang in the hayloft, which, like, this is where you work, girl. Don't have sex where you also, work. Also, ew, I hope they lay down a towel. <laughs> I don't. I, I, why? That's not comfortable. Hay gets everywhere. It does, and hay it's like it's everywhere. itchy. It pokes at you very uncomfortably. 
choices were made. And like, you're gonna That's feed that to the cows. Those poor cows. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the cows probably don't care. Um, well, I care for them. Okay. okay. <laughs> but also, icky. <laughs> I mean, yes, but they're cows. They, like, eat their own placenta and shit. It's fine. Kenley just wants to be mean to cows. Uh, Look, cows... <laughs> humans do that Yeah, sometimes. exactly. It's nutritious. Yeah, I know. It's what animals do. They're just animals <laughs> being animals. Look, my granddaddy had cows. I grew up with cows. Cows don't care. That for you. As long as they give them... As long as you give them hay, they don't care. I like how many degrees removed from cows we are. Like, Kenley's full in the cow environment. And then... Uh, Autumn grew up next door to cows, and so it's one degree removed from cows, and I'm from Detroit. Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I live in a city now, and I enjoy it. (laughs) There are good things about both. But, uh, yeah, and see, what's confusing about that is, like, obviously you come to the barn early in the morning to milk the cows, right? So the owner, this mm-hmm. man, older man, shows up and is like, who the F is up there? Uh, come down right now. And, of course, they're like, well, oh, shit. And Joey, like, clearly they did not have time to talk about this plan. But Joey, obviously, like, throws on her clothes and is like, oh, hey, Mr. So-and-so got here early to feed the cows. I'm just going to toss these hay bales down. All casual. It's fine. Playing it off, like, it seems like it's gonna work. And then Raina... Sabotages them. Yeah. Why? What was that for? To be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and she, like, flashes him, too. Yeah, does she, she does. think that was gonna mm-hmm. that was gonna be the kicker? That would make him be like, oh my god, uh, forget all about me being angry. You do whatever you want. Quite possibly, actually. Lady with no pants. Yeah, I think that might have been the goal. But, like, he didn't know Mm -hmm. she was up there. She could have just waited, and it would have been fine. Yeah. He didn't know for sure. But he was like, Mm -hmm. alright, Joey, like, whatever, tell your boyfriend to come down too. And Joey's like, what? Nobody else is up there, what do you mean? And then Raina comes down. So, like, I have in my notes that she low-key outs Joey to her boss, but, like, it's it's very high-key. I don't know why I wrote (laughs) low-key. And, like, Raina is herself not scared of being outed in that moment, and yet they've been so, like, sneaky before. Well, that's a good point. So, like, this this scene is such an outlier to me. Is it that she thinks that he won't think that they were having sex because they are two women? I don't know. That's possible. Is it the combat? Well, maybe she just thinks, again, Uh, that her hot body will just make this uh, poor man forget words and he'll never mention it to anyone. But see, the thing is, he clearly, like, doesn't either. I mean, he does fire Joey. He does absolutely fire Joey. Um, So there are, like, immediate consequences to, like, Raina's actions, right? But then Joey's working at, like, other local businesses, so he clearly doesn't, like, you know, lambast her to the town. Um, what an ally. Like, out her to the town. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, he could have been worse <laughs> than just firing her. Yeah. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. it's maybe more about the fact that, like, hey, you're having sex at work. Maybe don't do that. You're fired. Don't do um, that. And, mm-hmm. like, less about her being queer than the fact that, hey, you're having sex at work. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. 
I don't care who you're banging. Don't do it in yeah, the Yeah, that's the vibe I got. Yeah, I didn't think exactly. was, there was any concern about homophobia in that scene. I mean, maybe that's just my concern. Uh, by the way, this movie is stressful to me from beginning to end. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, Joey never seems concerned about... Not really, no. Which is really not being, So, I, yeah, I don't genuinely think it's she It's mostly Raina who's very secretive. But mm-hmm. so, but in this situation, she's not, and I'm like, where did that? Maybe come they're from? like in different sides of town, Maybe. different circles. She doesn't think they'll they'll cross at all. That's probably what it is. Mm. Maybe. Or maybe Raina just can't help but self sabotage. That's also possible. That is a character trait that she has. Yeah, but now it's not affecting just her. It's also affecting Joey. And she doesn't care. And, and she you know does what not that care. Is. It's true. And you know Shut what that up. is, don't you? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> This is one of those scenes that made me be like, oh, so clearly Reyna doesn't care about Joey at all as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, is not invested in this relationship the way that she is, like, the way that Joey thinks that she is. I don't know why she that thinks Joey that. I truly don't know. Yeah. I mean, is it just, like, 18-year-old naive not looking at the warning Maybe. signs? But, like, I don't know. Other than a few annoying comments that Reyna makes, like, talking down to Joey. Her age doesn't feel like a relevant part to this movie, so I feel like that's not meant to be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since, like, one of the very next scenes is uh, Joey gets a ride to Reyna's place and professes her undying love. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah! Bruh. It's been, like, two days. Unless I'm missing mm-hmm. something. Like, time is a bit... Confusing. At I do. Points. Yeah, I had notes about how. I think that passing. we were in early summer and now we're in late yeah. summer. Like okay. it's only been like several weeks. I think. Again, Maybe if they had yeah, conversations about like how they feel and where they stand with each other, that would clear some of this up for me. But mm-hmm. also, we didn't talk about. Uh, we did not talk about Pete. Um, right. Uh, Pete gives Rain a ride, ride to. Joey the ride to Raina's uh, and she says that she got fired for uh, she got fired and Pete just guesses that she got fired for having sex at work and calls her a carpet munching superhero which I mean gross but also like he's trying to be a bro you know like it's well meant mm-hmm. and, and he's yeah. like to an extent like supportive of her and her sexuality He's supportive in the way that, like, straight men sometimes think they are. Right. They're they're trying to, like, Mm -hmm. connect on this level that they're both, you know, attracted to women, I guess. But they do it in, like, this weird... Uh, uh, He's approaching this situation the way he would if she was a straight guy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, we haven't talked about what these characters look like. Is that important to you? (laughs) Well... Coming back to, uh, kind of, I mean, the movie's set in 2016, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what t- Pete looks like. Is he ugly? Let's well, no, I'm not, no, I'm not talking about <laughs> Pete. I'm talking about, like, oh. how Joey is depicted. Like, you cannot look at that character and not be like, that is a queer person. Like, oh, extremely yeah. queer-coded. Um, and Joey, we haven't talked about this yet, but, like, Joey's whole thing is that she, like, works on cars and, like, fixes diesel engines and stuff. Which is why she would be a good asset for the military. And 
she's out there in these like yeah. muscle tees and she wears this beanie everywhere and basically she's the 2016 version of Shane from the L Word. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what's happening here. Um, yeah, like when they're thrift shopping, uh, her mom picks out this like pink blouse that's got like one of those attachable like frou frou scarves to it, and she just looks so both uncomfortable and also out mm-hmm. of place. <laughs> yeah, she's got like a like you know like kind of a bob haircut or like a fringe kind of thing going on. Like yeah, it's just, it's just twenty sixteen Shane from the L Word. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Reina is of course. The more like, like if Joey is more, masked, she looks straight. I guess Reina looks straight. Yes, yeah. Reina is definitely more femme, mm-hmm. more like straight passing. She wears dangly earrings, but not in a queer way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Joey is at the trailer, at Reina's Reina's <laughs> place to uh, confess her undying love and be like, "I want to be with you. Let's run away together." And then Roy comes up behind Reina. That's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. This is, that's the worst thing that could happen. Besides him, like, answering the door, I guess. But, uh, yeah, this is where we meet Raina's husband. His name is Roy. He seems fine. He seems fine. I do. This is, 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 if you're gonna have a cheating movie where I'm supposed to be on the side of the person who's cheating, make the spouse uh, the bad guy. Like. I was gonna say, I really loved that Roy wasn't, like, super gross at joey or anything like on the surface mm-hmm. he acts very polite to her the way you would act to uh, someone you don't know i mean he's like gross like in this scene he has this i don't know if i want to call it a party but like he has friends over and he's being it's like kind poker of night right like dude's poker night yeah seemed like to me yeah. yeah yeah not not rude to joey or like I don't know. It's not even like he's never homophobic at her either or anything, which I mean, the bar is so mm-hmm. low, but like, I, I appreciated that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's not a lot here to make me hate Roy, and therefore. Are you supposed to hate I'm Roy? Not 100%. But, and therefore, I'm not 100% on Reyna's side. You know? Oh, I'm so against Reyna this whole movie. <laughs> Were you ever on her side? Oh, I, I want her gone immediately. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for her that she apparently doesn't care about her husband at all and feels trapped. I do, like, sympathize. Like, I feel bad for her situation. Yeah. She's a complex character. She's well-written. But I don't like her uh, at all. I not want to hang out with no. her. Yeah. <laughs> and I do, like, a little bit feel bad for the husband. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Raina plays off Joey being there as like saying, "Oh, she babysits the girl sometimes, and I owe her some money." Roy invites Joey in. He's like again being very like friendly to her. Um, is like you know a gruff, straight dude, sort of patriarchal in his mannerisms, and like that's what's grossing out Autumn, but <laughs> not villainous. Well, it's also the fact that he, like, pulls Raina onto his lap, and she's, like, clearly uncomfortable with, like, this affection, and the I, yeah, that was it. what I hated the most. Like, you're, you're in public, all your friends are there, and this babysitter is here, and you're, like, doing this weird PDA, you're, like, clearly drinking beer and stuff, it's, like, the middle of the day. <laughs> that was gross to me, mostly. Mm-hmm. Joey gets 30 bucks out of him. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> and then Raina straight up like throws Joey out. She's like, "I'll 
I'll call you if I need you, and, like, pushes her out the door. Yeah, that would have been a great time to step outside and chat with her for a hot second. Maybe. Unless she was that worried about her husband getting suspicious, but, like, you're allowed to speak to people. (laughs) Yeah, that implied to me that maybe he's a little bit, like, possessive and controlling, which it does seem like he kind of is. Um, Really? You thought mm. that? A little bit. Like, it's hinted at. I believe you, but I didn't get that vibe. I... Maybe it's I hard just, for I me. Mean, you were picking up that vibe. Maybe yeah, it's pick- hard for me to think that when when she spends so much of her time like away from him with these other people, and I mean, I don't know. But he doesn't know what she's doing when she's. But surely, he's if he was there. more possessive, he would be more obsessed with wanting to know shit. what she's doing. I don't know. Isn't there a point where they like argue about where she's going or like spending money or something? He does in in this in this scene that we're just talking about. He is like, oh, and mm. and where's Reyna when you're babysitting the kids all the time? But then he kind of like laughs, and it's played off as a joke. So I didn't really get the impression that he was like that worried about it. But it seems like Reyna is. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why I feel that way. Like she's clearly very careful around Roy. And I think Yeah, well, she has a guilty conscience, so that makes sense. Well, true. She also has this expectation that anyone who perceives her queerness will be homophobic at her. And so she's she's very cautious around Roy, which, like, makes me uncomfortable and makes me think that, like, if she's uncomfortable around Roy, then there's, like, something else going on. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could just be that, like, she doesn't actually like men uh which is fair but (laughs) um (laughs) it is unclear it is unclear yeah is actually attracted to men or not yeah like you could maybe read reyna as like a bi character that could have been one of those fun conversations that they they never have you know right yeah but it, (laughs) it doesn't seem like that is the case um but i guess you could have that reading potentially um but it does seem like i mean later uh and i'm sure we'll talk about this too but there's a point where Rita's like flirting with dudes um in the bar and, and she's like well that's how i get my tips so mm-hmm. it's like it's but you're never sure if she's serious right like it's like very utilitarian yeah. She's with Roy because ec- economic stability. She's flirting with men at the bar right. because tips. Like, men are a means to mm-hmm. an end for her. Which I did kind of read her as bi, I'm gonna be honest. I resisted reading her as bi because I'm tired of bi characters that cheat on their spouses. That's Rude. valid. But I think I don't immediately read her that way, but the possibility's certainly there. Um... Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, next to my notes, I have Joey is kind of a creep. And what I mean by that, or the scene I'm referencing, is when Joey, like, hikes through the field. Because she doesn't have a car. <gasps> and she's, like, stalking mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and she's just, like, standing in the woods, <laughs> like, watching through the windows. They're, like, actually yeah, girl, a happy... Girl, you were rejected. Like, Move on. They're before, being, like, no, before that family. happens, before that happens, Reyna crashes... Raina crashes Joey's band practice and tries to apologize, and Joey breaks yes, things off. True. 
She's like, if you're going to choose him over me, then I don't want to do this anymore. And then she hikes through the woods to look at their family playing yeah. in the yard. And like, clear, it's it's clear Girl. from that scene though, and I think maybe why it exists is because you know everything is kind of filtered through Joey, right? Like we don't know what Rain is up to when Joey's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, is so we can kind of see that they are like a decently happy, like, functioning family. Um, which brings up mm-hmm. another... Th- she doesn't, like, she doesn't, like, overhear them right, fighting right. or anything. No one gets a beer bottle. Yeah, they're just, like, head. playing in the yard with, like, the kiddie pool and the, the hose. And, like, you know, it's what you do on a hot summer day um, when you have little kids, right? And it brings up an interesting, another interesting theme of this movie, which is, like, community but also like more importantly like what does family mean Mm -hmm. because Raina can't conceptualize like Joey's like we can be a family you me and the kids and Raina just cannot wrap her her mind around that yeah she just laughs yeah and they're all very much tied to I just thought of this but they're all very much tied to like the women in their lives right like Joey's very close with her mom Mm -hmm. She's worried about leaving for the army because her sister's about to have a baby. What if she needs help, right? Um, Reyna's... That's just an excuse. Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I think... I think... Reyna is close to her well, grandmother. I think, is Graham... Her grandmother? Or is Graham... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Right, like, yeah, because she does talk about her mom at a different point. Right. I wasn't sure if Graham was, mm-hmm. like, Roy's mother actually and they called her they call her no no no. because okay no it's because she says that roy treats her better than any of that's true that's right yep okay so yeah like something it's like in some ways it's like the older women in their families that are kind of keeping their families together um which is interesting yeah, that's a good point. Roy's the only, like, husband slash father that we really prominently see well, Pete. in this movie. Like, there's Besides there's Pete. Pete, but um, he doesn't count to me. Okay. I mean, he's not... He's pre-fatherhood. Yeah, he's not a dad, so he doesn't count. <laughs> he's just a man. He's certainly not, like, the head of his household, because that's mm-hmm. Ruthie. Yeah, he's just a man. Just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> just some guy. Uh, then also... Joey takes the the ASVAB, the the army recruitment exam thing. And then she's hanging out with Peter again and explains that she wants to join the army so that she can go to college. Um, And Pete is afraid that she will get traumatized in the army because that's what happens to people in the army. Which is fair. He also says, like, nothing is free. And, like, yeah, that's the whole point of the army so that it pays for it. What, yeah. what is this point well, supposed he's, to be? But I think he's saying that, like, you... No, are... Also, the army isn't free because she will yeah, get Yeah, like, the army's gonna, like, screw you up or, like, take three years of your life, you know? Like, I mean, they talk about the fact that she's gonna be shipped off to Afghanistan. Like, she's, like, legitimately yeah. going to have to go, like, to front lines war. It's not, like oh, you get to be in the army and, like, fix trucks stateside. Like, no, you're gonna get shipped off. Um, you might not come back. Like, I think that's what he's saying. Is like, it's not free, dude. 
He's there like, are like consequences. The, the college that she gets isn't free. It it costs mm-hmm. your brain. That's a good point. I guess I just didn't pay attention when he spoke. <laughs> Adam does that. Uh, like, yeah, okay. exactly. no, yeah, he's annoying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good point in this scene, though. Um. Oh, pumpkin patch. Yeah, I don't. Joey just. Why is she not angrier that Raina got her fired? Yeah, she like confronts her, yeah. but only kind of, and then Raina it like, feels like bats play her eyes. acting. Yeah, yeah, and they dissolve yeah. into flirting, and she asks her right. on a date. Like she got you fired. This relationship oh, it's not is not no, it's so toxic. Uh, but yeah, Raina's working at a pumpkin patch again. She's got this like seasonal job that's going to dry up in a few in a few weeks. Rain is there picking out pumpkins with the girls and and uh, Roy and and, she, and like, again they're again showing like a pretty healthy like family dynamic of like Roy is there helping with yeah. the girls and like they're picking out pumpkins together and I really hate being on Roy's mm-hmm. side. This is so upsetting. I do too, actually. Yeah, that's um, what I was saying. That's what I was saying. <laughs> but I support him. <laughs> He's fine. He's like a gross straight dude, but he's not yeah. abusive. Yes. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> Again, the bar, like, literally in hell. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the state of our nation. Yeah. Um, and Joey asks her out. They go hiking. And Joey tells her this story about a blind horse who was best friends and companions with another horse... Who, like, would, you know, make sure that the blind horse didn't fall into holes because she couldn't see the holes. Uh, But the point of this story seems to be that the blind horse was only following the other horse because that horse had a bell around its neck. And so that horse, the seeing horse, isn't special. It just had a bell around its neck. And I think Joey's point is that Roy isn't good for Reyna. He just happens to have a bell around his neck. But, like, how is he bad for Reyna? Because the movie... I mean, he's a man, and she's gay. <laughs> we don't even know that, like, that she's a lesbian, okay? As we've had this conversation already. But, like, even excluding that, yeah. um, we don't... Like, obviously, Raina's lonely when Roy goes on his long work trips and stuff. But is that, like, mm-hmm. the only other thing? Because Joey's just making Get some friends, assumptions. Girl. Yeah, she doesn't need friends. Join a book club. <laughs> Or talk to your husband. Imagine having a conversation. Imagine communication in a relationship. Never. With the person that you're married to. Can't fathom it. <laughs> Raina is also drunk in the scene. Surprise. And Joey talks about how, like, God puts people in your life for a reason. And Raina's really mean to her about the fact that she believes in God. And that's rude. Yeah. Raina's mean to her a lot. If this, hap- if this happens to you, if like your faith is really important to you and you start talking about it and someone's like, you don't actually believe in that, do you? Don't sleep with them. <laughs> That's good advice. Cut them out of your life. Get rid of them. Unfortunately, <laughs> for many queer people of faith, that is uh, deeply the reality. It and does. It really does. <laughs> Also, if you're a per- if you're an atheist and someone is talking about their faith and it's very clearly important to you, don't say, "Oh, you actually believe in that stuff." Don't yeah, stop. Yeah. 
it's rude. Yeah. You're rude. I wish they, yeah, I wish they brought some of those religion themes into it more, actually, because I thought it was really interesting, like, Joey's relationship with that, Mm -hmm. and I I wanted to know more Mm -hmm. about it, but we don't really get much other than, like, she sings gospel music one time. Yeah, and, like, she's, her Mm -hmm. mom's picking out a church outfit for her, and then when it gets to, like... We never see her in church. Right, but when we get to Christmas time, they... She promises to go to Midnight Mass, but but doesn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah. Autumn, do you feel represented? Um, not really. Did you miss what I just said? (laughs) (laughs) She, like, Raina encourages her to sing some more because she really likes her singing voice. That's the one thing that Raina's side of this relationship has going for it. Like, she's just really into uh, Joey's singing voice. Wow. Romance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was also the... And then they banged in the tent. Before the singing, um... They do, like, Joey does say, like, hey, you should leave Ray. Bring the girls to live with me. We'll be fine. Everything will be fine. We'll figure it out, right? And Raina is, like, mm-hmm. super economically realistic and is like, look, you go join the army, get some skills, make some money, and then we'll see, right? Um, so it's really yeah. Raina that's, like, the main catalyst for... Joey actually eventually joining the army, which, as you know from the title of the film, she does. Um, yeah, but that conversation was really frustrating to me, mm-hmm. because Raina says that, and I was like, wow, Raina, a great point. I'm so proud of you for having good points. And then Joey's like, forget it. But but why forget it? Like, yes, she's right. Get the money, and then you can leave in three years. Why is this a bad idea, Joey? She doesn't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Also, a little bit, this is, like, a smaller point, but Rain is like, what, or what are you going to do to support us if you, we run away together? And it's like, Raina, what are you going to do to support us to, if we run away together? Yeah. <laughs> there are two people in this relationship. And I think, well, you see, Raina's annoying. <laughs> I was say, and, and this is a <laughs> oh, place where we definitely see, like, Raina being manipulative, like, for her own gain, because Roy's back... And things are fine with Roy when he's there, right? It seems. So now Joey Mm -hmm. is kind of an inconvenience. And so it's like, okay, go Mm -hmm. in the army for three years. And then, you know, like, I think it's also a way to get Joey out of the way and get, like, distract Joey from kind of this, what Raina sees as, like, an impossible dream, right? Yeah, that's Um, the vibe mm -hmm. I got, too. Yeah. And it's, again, like, she has no concept of, like, what queer spaces and queer community can be like. Like, she just doesn't see that as a thing that's possible for her. So she's like, if Joey goes off to the army for three mm-hmm. years, she'll forget about me and everything will be fine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I read it, anyway. <laughs> yeah. To the point where she drives her to the recruitment office Yeah, the next literally day. drives her off at the recruitment center. Uh, all that was super awkward, by the way. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, drops her <laughs> off not before she fingers her in this truck right in front of the office. Yeah, it's like in front of like Please God and everybody. This. Like, yeah, don't don't do that. It's <sighs> not even nighttime. Yeah, it is straight up daytime in a public strip There's a person standing outside <laughs> of the recruitment office. You're gonna get finger banged in your truck and then walk up to this man and be like, "Hey, I'm here to join the <laughs> army." <laughs> Oh, and they also have an argument a little bit. It's like the one time they have like an argument. Yes, actually, 
at least so far. I mean, I feel like they argue. Like, yeah, the yeah, at least so far. They right. have. And as uh, all uh, their arguments end, either with one of them walking away annoyed or with sex. Yes. Raina tries to, like, is, like, again, like, trying to get her to, like, go away for these three years. But Joey's like, no, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for Roy to be out of the picture again. I'll wait for you to get things together enough so you can leave him. And Raina's like, mm. And uses the fact that, like, so throughout this movie, Joey's family have been talking about her, like, potential and her, like, getting out of the town as if, like, all of the family's hopes and dreams mm-hmm. hang on her because her her sister, Kristen, is, like, uh, married and pregnant and is going to stay in town. And so, like, Joey has the opportunity now that she's out of high school to like quote-unquote make something of herself and this is really joey's really sensitive about that idea about her having all this potential and like her family thinking oh you are going to make something of of yourself and so reyna knows this and leverages that against her by saying you're not going to make your mom proud by staying around here and being on welfare and like one there's nothing wrong with being on welfare we live in a society the purpose of that is to support each other Two, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and then Joey comes back with, like, just because I stay doesn't mean I'll end up like you. And then Raina's like, nice. Which, that was a low blow, to be fair. Uh, yeah. You, you, do y'all even like each other? No, they just are convenient for each other. Yeah. It does kind of seem like maybe Raina is, like, the only queer person that Joey has actually met in real life. Uh, I get that impression, which maybe. is maybe why she's more willing to be in this like super unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Certainly, her first like quote unquote long term yeah, relationship. Yeah, definitely. Given how yeah. young, given even though we've gone from like June to October. Um, yeah, but yeah, the time frame of this movie is very short, uh, which makes all of this like a little bit more alarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we get Joey uh, repainting her bedroom because her sister wants to use that as a nursery once she, like, goes off. And she, like, tells her mom, yeah, I signed up for the army thing. And her mom's like, oh, I thought that you, like, weren't doing that anymore. Uh, Like, it's very cool. Would have been very cool with her, like, not doing the army thing, like Mm -hmm. Autumn said before. Um, but now that she is doing the army thing, she's like, oh, congratulations. And because Joey was pushed into making this decision by Reyna and circumstances, she, like, doesn't want to celebrate. She's, like, super upset about it. Mm-hmm. Then we get an army montage. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> well, hang on. First, like, at the very end of that scene where she's painting, like, she kind of dismisses her mom, brushes her off, and is like, I don't, you know, I don't want to celebrate. Whatever. It's fine. It's nothing. And then we get that close-in shot of her crying, right? Which is, mm-hmm. I think, one of the first, like, really tight shots in the movie. Which, as mm-hmm. Hal loves to say, uh, is maybe foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then we get army montage. I've written here, Joey is a good student. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Joey is like... clearly kind of thriving in this environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's, like, standing around with a bunch of other recruits, like, while they get explained an engine, and she's, like, asking questions and is super interested in what they're learning. And, like, good job. <laughs> uh, 
I wish that you didn't have to get shot at in order to do this work. Yeah. Also, can we just say, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Like, she looks like a completely different character, like, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they did that, but... <laughs> um, then she comes home for the winter break, for first for Thanksgiving, and, like, stays through Christmas. Pete invites her back for band practice, uh, but she wants to go see Raina, and this is where we get her, um, get Raina flirting with, like, guys at the bar. She's, like, gotten a job at this bar and is flirting with a guy because, you know, the state of the world is that if someone with titties flirts with a drunk guy at a bar, they will give her more money. Um, oh, also, should we mention the fact that Joey clearly has, like, a photo of Raina in her locker at yeah. army camp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barracks? Whatever. Um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing. Also, uh, we should discuss the fact that Joey definitely stole, like, military equipment. Like, maybe yeah. not intentionally, <laughs> but, like, that happened. Uh, she, like, goes to check it out. She's got this, like engine diagnostic tool thing and she goes to check it out but the office has closed early and she doesn't wait for want to wait for it to open back up before like checking out this thing and she just leaves with it yeah she doesn't want to miss her bus home so she yeah just straight up leaves with it like why not just like leave it in your locker at the base why Why not leave some sort of note like hey i'm borrowing this thing don't think i stole it i promise i'll bring it back well that's what she intends to do uh Mm -hmm. she wants to use it to help fix up her mom's car because that's what she wants her christmas present to her mom to be which like yeah hell yeah that's a really great present for your mom yeah but Uh, you can't do that with like stolen military equipment yeah you can't do that please (laughs) That's how you get kicked out of the army. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, also, she like sees Raina flirting with guys for tips and uh, gets really mad at her about mm-hmm. this. This is one of those scenes where I wish that they had a conversation like, what are we? Because uh-huh. she's so possessive. And first yeah. of all, this woman is already married. <laughs> so why are you acting so... Po- like, are you too exclusive minus the fact that she's married or something? Did I miss a conversation? No, they never talk about anything. And oh, Raina's no. like, I don't need two of you possessive people. And yeah. it's like, then break up with one of them, girl. Or both. See, this is another place where she, like, Raina implies that Roy's really possessive. But we never mm. see that. So yeah, it, yeah. is it just that Raina feels like oppressed by Roy's Or presence? is she or lying is in order to manipulate Joey? Right, yeah. There's a lot we don't know. But she, for once... But, like, at cults. least Roy is married to her and has an excuse. <laughs> it's a bad excuse. But, like, yeah. Joey's it's- just a side piece, and she's so upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like if, if your husband is uncomfortable with you flirting with other men at work... Like, that's justifiable. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, it probably means he's insecure for no reason, but like. Mm-hmm. Well, is there no yeah, reason? Joey has no, like, Is it no reason? I mean, if... okay. It's also implied <laughs> yes. that Raina does this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but that like. Joey is the latest in a series. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why Joey is so possessive in this moment. Yeah. yeah it's, have you forgotten, like, what this entire situation is? 
Well, I think, you know, Joey's been away and it's just like further like romanticizing this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's really embarrassing for her. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, also, the, the, the moment of like heteronormativity in which... Or the butch girl like, is yeah. In which Raina's like, I believe the exact quote is possessive husband shit. She's like, quit mm-hmm. it with that possessive husband shit. I don't need two of you, right? Um. Which. So Raina has a lot of. It's an. It implies to me maybe that Raina has some kind of internalized. Homophobia, because like obviously like oh absolutely yeah like mm-hmm. the mask person in a relationship is not necessarily like trying to be a guy right um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like give me a break <laughs> <laughs> she can't she, yeah she can't conceptualize of non of, like a relationship or yeah. of a a family dynamic where there isn't one person serving like the husband slash father role right mm-hmm. yeah. Very annoying. Hated that scene. Very, yeah. Um, it's not good. And then they go back mm-hmm. to Raina's place to bang, which seems super risky to me. Well, Roy's apparently gone again. He's got a job, yeah. right? He's on another, like, long-haul job. Um, mm-hmm. So he's gone. And then we get, like, them as a cute little family, which is very cute. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're, like, playing in the snow and stuff, and, like, the kids clearly really love joey and <laughs> and this is where reyna says that she wants to run away and joey's like well uh you guys could live on base with me uh you're getting deployed possibly to afghanistan <laughs> yeah i was so angry at reyna for even suggesting that yeah after like how hard she pushed for her to join the army now that she did you want her to leave care about someone other than yourself for five seconds <laughs> well i think See, I have in my notes below this whole thing is, like, Reyna sees a chance, like, to be happy. Like, before mm-hmm. running away with Joey was like, haha, it's a joke. That's not happening. Right? But while Joey was gone, and, like, she talked with Graham and things, like, not about this situation, but just, she is beginning to open herself up to like the possibility that like oh I can like live a life in which I am like my authentic queer self and like it will be Mm -hmm. okay and I can actually be happy like obviously terrible timing for that whole revolution uh and now she's like Joey drop out of the army it's fine and Joey's like what the hell you told me to go (laughs) like they will put me in jail um (laughs) Also, that's not how contracts work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is a very selfish motivation on Raina's part, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it is, again, that, that moment where she's kind of realizing, like, oh, this is a thing that, like, people do, and that is okay, and that, like, I could be, like, the possibility of being legitimately happy in life, um is kind of dawning on her, mm-hmm. um, which is super sad, actually, and again, makes her, like, kind of a sympathetic character. She is a bad person, I agree. Yeah. But. <laughs> she- She's also a very, like, sympathetic, complex, nuanced character, yes. and that's cool. Yes. Then we get Raina going to see her grandmother, she's, like, helping fix some stuff around her house, 
and um, she hints at the fact that she might leave Roy for real, and her grandmother is like, have you been taken up with them tomboys again? The grandmother says that, like, that would be a terrible choice because Roy treats her, the grandmother, (laughs) like, better than anyone else. Yeah. And never mentions how Roy treats Raina. That was yeah. so rude. That's how moms be though. <laughs> um, she also says she also says that uh, if the girls like had if, had a stepmom, if like Raina were to be in a relationship with another woman, then her kids would get bullied, which is like such like a dirty tactic to like leverage someone's children against them like that. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was for, like, divorce reasons, not because she was with a woman. No, uh, I th- I'm i with Hal. I thought it was kind of implied that it was... Like, I think people... I don't even know the grandmother knew she was with a woman. Well, she says tomboys. Yeah, and, like, oh, hey, Graham, can you take mommy's friend home? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the grandma knows. <laughs> Like, no one talks about it. Oh, interesting. I literally never got that vibe, but, oh, okay. Cool. I mean, I think it's, it's not, like, overt, but I feel like the, how can the grandma not know, right? Mm Kind of like in the way that, like, Joey's- heteronormativity is strong. true. (laughs) But the, the way that, like, Joey's family, like, they don't make a big deal out of it, but they all clearly know- Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey is so very clearly, clearly queer. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like the grandma had an inkling, at least. Mm-hmm. Either way, leveraging someone's children against them, like, here, stay in your shitty marriage because of the kids, like, great. Bad. Icky. Yeah. Then we get Joey with Pete in the, um, the auto shop. Or not the auto shop, but they're, like, shopping for supplies for Joey to fix up her mom's car, and, uh, Pete is like, stop going out with Raina. She has a whole husband. He literally uses the phrase, go be gay together. Um. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's not going to leave Roy to go be gay with you. Yeah. Out loud, in a public place, by the way, this conversation yeah. is taking place. <laughs> um, like, in, in like a hardware store, Arlo shop, which is like, of all the heteronormative places to have a conversation yeah. about being gay in a small town, like, maybe don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, like publicly out people like that, but you know, whatever, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, husband Pete. could be there, and in fact, and he, he is. is there. Like, <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, that's really stupid. This is also where uh, Joey tells Pete that she quote unquote borrowed without checking out the the like engine diagnostic tool. It's like a three thousand dollar piece of equipment is the thing that they say, mm-hmm. and that will become important. Yes, <laughs> extremely. Uh, but yeah, then Roy materializes out of nowhere, um, and he's like again like gruff but friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like a false friendliness at that point. It he's like a Is little it... bit threatening to me. Like mm. I mean, he's there. He's much bigger, obviously, than Joey, and is kind of like comes up and like makes an excuse to like come up next to her and kind of, like, tower over her and, like, he doesn't say anything overtly, like, stay away from my wife or, you know, or isn't homophobic towards her or anything, but at the same time, like, it's not, like, a friendly conversation, I would say. 
I couldn't decide if he was being threatening or if it was just Joey, like, feeling threatened because she was almost discovered. I couldn't decide. Yeah, mm. it's hard to tell, honestly, the way it was either written or played. Yeah, um, it's not super overt. I personally felt very threatened, uh, as I would if I were in that situation. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, you know men yeah exactly <laughs> like tall aggressive men who were like i was in the army look at my skull neck tattoo and you're like great mm-hmm. please get away from me um. <laughs> uh then we get joey visiting her mom at the salon where she works and she makes homosexual eye contact with a cute girl <laughs> then like this scene is full of like little bitty scenes that then we cut away from but then like get brought up later and this mm-hmm. is one of them. Because we immediately cut to Reyna, despite the reason being the reason that Joey joined up, no longer wanting uh, Joey to be in the army. And they go deer so hunting annoying. and have like a huge argument about like Reyna's definitely projecting in this moment, right? Because they're trying to talk about like yeah. Joey is like, I have to be in the army for three years. That's what I signed up for. After that, we can be together. She's like listen, why don't we take these three years, I will be making money, and you will get things together enough to leave Roy, and when I get back, we can be together, and we can raise the kids together. Which seems like a plan that could work. Yeah, that's a good plan. But Raina is like, you know what, you're just a coward. And like, no, Raina, that's you! Yeah, and accuse, accuses her of not wanting to commit and stuff when clearly she's the one with commitment issues. Yeah. Yeah. Joey's been about commitment the whole movie. What What next? Also, she's mad that Joey won't defect from the army, won't, like, commit a capital offense. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you were asking this woman to you commit care about crime. her at least. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you cared about this person at all, you would never like suggest that they do something like that then we get a little snippet of uh reyna and roy having trouble like in the bedroom on account of reyna it's a little bit in love with someone else (laughs) and this would have been an opportunity to show roy as being more of an asshole but isn't yeah i don't know they i yeah i don't get a strong enough vibe of that ever in this movie then joey runs into the cute girl again and the first time that we watched this me and autumn were like oh my gosh she's gonna leave reyna she's gonna be with this cute girl instead (laughs) which is what joey deserves is to leave reyna for a better cute girl like that's what she deserves her name's Haley. i'm in this (laughs) she says that she likes uh she like looks Joey up and down after Joey's like I'm in the army and she like looks her up and down and is like ooh a man in uniform <laughs> and then they hang out with like Haley's college friends these are some of the I feel like the only people of color in this movie are like Haley's black and then she has like a couple of Asian friends uh-huh. yeah they, they like they go because and... you only get diversity in college yeah apparently <laughs> um, yeah cause they all and they all go to like fancy liberal colleges and the gay schools right they go to yeah. spelman and oberlin and not, not spelman spencer yeah. Westland, yeah like oh shit and like all these people are like clearly or not all of them but like most of them are very clearly like queer coded even mm-hmm. though we don't like 
have a lot of, you know, the scenes in which they're on screen are very short, but, mm -hmm. like, very queer, like, clearly queer-coded. Not just mm -hmm. in, in their appearance, uh, but... Like they're yeah, also and they're also like debating queer theory at dinner. Right, about, yeah. yeah. Like that's what they're chatting about. So, exactly. You know, as you do when you're at college and you're that's surrounded what the by your do. queer friends. Right. <laughs> and they're talking about like the like don't ask, don't tell. That's the second place it comes up. Um like misogyny like, in the in the army. Yeah. Which I don't I feel like that's kinda rude. Like they uh like uh, Joey's like, yeah, I'm in the army, and they're like, oh, but isn't the army like super misogynistic and homophobic? Like, yeah, they don't know her like that. Yeah, right? yeah. just ask that. But also, this is a stranger. It's it's such a good depiction of that like cultural difference, cultural and like class divide too, because they're yeah. in a place mm -hmm. of privilege. They're in these fancy colleges. Right. They can sit around and think about this stuff. They can afford to read theory, right? And they well, and, Joey has to live it, and they can yeah. afford to be like, oh, like the military's bad. Why would you ever serve in the military? Because it's bad. It's like and Joey's a tool like, of imperialism. I'm broke. Right, right. Which it is. Yeah. To be fair, it is those things. Yeah, um, they're right, but also, but also, like they have the opportunity. Like you didn't have to be so snobbish about. Yeah, it. like mm -hmm. Joey is living a completely different life than them. Where like the military is her way out. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all she's got. Whereas they have all these other opportunities open to them. And just, like, the way that they're talking, the way that they're eating, like, you see this moment of, like, Joey kind of struggling with the chopsticks because they're at, like, a, I don't know, like, a hibachi restaurant. And, like, mm -hmm. yeah, just, like, the way Joey eats, the way, like, Joey talks with her mouthful, like, and it's just those very subtle depictions of how much Joey feels like she doesn't fit in. And she kind of doesn't. Um, mm -hmm. with these people and it's really sad <laughs> it's also a really good like again demonstration of this class divide mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about like the only people of color in this uh, movie representing like upper class or like upper middle class pretension mm -hmm. yeah that's that's questionable for sure mm -hmm. she hangs out with Haley like after dinner Haley's like super pretentious she like grills her on like is she out is she this is she that it's like who's out to their mom how many people have you slept with <laughs> like Haley is <laughs> yeah joey's also out to her mom but like the use of the word girls is derogatory mom? unless it's speaking yes. about specifically children and joey's like yeah what? <laughs> she's like what are you into and joey's like oh i like girls and uh, Haley's like, no, you like women unless you're a pedophile. Dog, people use words. <laughs> Let people use words. Yeah. Yeah, she says it in this accusatory, like, gotcha way. It's and very it's much so like, annoying. pull your head out of your ass. Yeah, like, yeah. I won't get on my soapbox. I'll restrain that for after recording, but <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about that whole vibe of the, like, liberal educated theory heads uh anyway mm -hmm. oh absolutely we don't have to get yeah. into it here in a public <laughs> forum <gross. laughs> um, people will fight me uh and i will win but it's fine <laughs> um she also says she's like have you been with women before and joey says yes and then 
Haley says that she's been with three women and a trans man, which mm-hmm. is transphobic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Les- lesbians, if you're out here sleeping with trans men, uh, those are guys. Those are men. Stop. Yeah. What? Yeah, and like, it it could she could have meant like maybe she was with this guy before he came out or something. Maybe. But she doesn't clarify that, so uh-huh. it is it does just come across as transphobic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the way she says it too. She like kind of yeah, right. giggles. She says it in this weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a oh, you know like I'm not a gold star lesbian anymore or whatever the fuck the nonsense is. Excuse me, am I allowed mm-hmm. to curse on your podcast? Because <laughs> I just did. <laughs> it's fine. You can cut it. But like, yeah, you know, all that nonsense that's like, are you that's very uh multiple kinds of phobic in, you know, the lesbian community and specific specifically. Like, who have you been with? Oh, if you've ever been with a guy, well, you're not a true lesbian. You know, which is bullshit. Uh, I'll curse again, I don't care. Uh, come at me. <laughs> Very gross. <laughs> yeah, like, leave people alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let people be. It's fine. Labels are just labels. We use them as long <laughs> as they work for us. And then we might discover that they don't work for us anymore. And that's fine. Let people mm-hmm. live. Labels are temporary. They're just words. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Then we get this joke about pegging. There was a... I missed a lot of that because I was hiding behind my notebook. That's uh, fair. <laughs> I... Okay, that scene was, like, weird. Like, yeah. w- was I supposed to hate strap-ons or something? Like, or it was think framed that they're like weird? they were bad. Yeah. It was framed like they were bad. And I'm like, why? It's, like, strange and alien that uh, Haley uses toys and Joey's, like, bewildered by it, which is, like, fine if you're, like, not a person who uses toys and you're suddenly with a person whose, like, main thing is toys. Like, it might be a little overwhelming. But the way that it's framed is just... So weird. Like, it's an extension of her pretension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's classist about that? Is it that... Is it that she's, is it that like... toys are expensive? You can get cheap ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... See, I read it... As more of like she's kind of forcing a role onto Joey, she's like, mm. "Oh, you're in the army." Okay, it's like it, it's like a little bit of like the heteronormativity thing, where she's like, mm. "Oh, y- clearly you were the dude in this relationship, so you know because we need those." Okay, um, yeah, sarcasm. By the way, for the people uh, <laughs> listening at home, um, <laughs> but yeah, to me that was like she was kind of forcing a role on Joey that Joey was, like, not super comfortable with. Maybe it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, particularly identify as. Like, Joey's just Joey. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't think Joey's like, ah, oh, yes, I am a mask-presenting lesbian. Like, no, she's just like, hey, I'm just a person. <laughs> I like girls. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just living life, man. <laughs> um, yeah. And these people are trying to, like, force her into some sort of, like, box or label that she, like, doesn't understand or necessarily, uh, agree with, Mm -hmm. maybe. And again, it has to do with, I think, the perspective of this film, which is all, like, everything is filtered through Joey. So everything we're Mm -hmm. feeling is presented as kind of Joey's feelings, especially in, like, these scenes. Like, the restaurant scene where, like, she's super uncomfortable and they're having these conversations about... Theory. Like, yeah, like, queer theory and stuff, and she has no idea what's going on. Like, 
and she's clearly very uncomfortable, which means we, like the way it's filmed also reflects that. Because it's like switching very quickly between people and it's like people we've never seen before, people we've never met as an, you know, as an audience, we've never encountered these people and they're on screen for like three seconds. So all of the like emotions in the film are kind of filtered through Joey. So I think whatever we're feeling as an audience, as far as Joey's concerned, is supposed to be kind of Joey's own feelings in that moment, mm -hmm. maybe? Am I going too far? <laughs> am I no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, am I trying to galaxy brain this and it's not working? Maybe. No, like, the, the earth <laughs> is soft and we are digging. Yeah, that was valid. Yes. Yeah. Good points. Um, but then immediately after this, we get Raina's grandmother has died. And she, like, tries to... Krista is having some sort of Christmas gathering. Joey is asleep upstairs. And Raina arrives, tries to get... Tries to talk to Joey. And Kristen, like, shoos her away and then goes to talk to Joey about this. And is like, your skanky girlfriend was here. I don't like her. Uh, her kids ate my gingerbread house. Also, she called her, like, crazy. Yeah. Like, was definitely not at all... Like, she... Oh, she was hysterical talking about her dead gram or something like like clearly this is a woman in distress who has had a family yeah. member just pass and you're gonna be yeah. like derogatory towards her like she came to talk to a friend and mm -hmm. in her like moment of need and you're an ass like yeah i don't like the sister yeah. you don't like pete i don't no. like the sister it's fine <laughs> joey does go see reyna they like cuddle together in her bed and she's crying she's worried that her mom is going to come back into town which would be the nightmare scenario mm -hmm. she's just gonna cut and run without planning if without like contributing to the funeral plans she it's implied that she has other family that could do that she also thinks that roy is on to them we don't know if that's 100 percent true we didn't get a lot of clues to that except for the hardware store scene mm -hmm. yeah i wanted a bit more uh, implying that <laughs> for her to say that to me. Mm -hmm. And then Joy wants to come with her if she bolts, but Reyna is like, no, you're in the army. It's like, girl, make up your mind! Yeah, it, it felt to me like she was just saying that bit of protesting just to have said that. To mm -hmm. be able to say like, oh, but I told you not to come. But like, she doesn't really protest too hard. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Then, then they're just running. Now it's time for running. Uh, they need money to do the running. Joy asks her mom for some cash. She like goes to where her mom is working. She's like catering a party. And she's like, hey, if you were going to give me money for Christmas, could I have it now? And her mom's like, oh, well, there's a gift card in your stocking. Um, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, it is I legit like. Christmas Eve. Like, she's, she's just gonna ditch her family on Christmas Eve. She promises to come to Midnight Mass, no intention of going to Midnight Mass. And then she, like, steals money from her mom's wallet. Yeah. Again, on Christmas Eve. Her poor mother. She robs her mom. Don't rob your mom. Her mom, who's, like, um, clearly so proud of her, because, like, they're in the kitchen, because her mom's helping cater this party, right? And one of her mm -hmm. mom's coworkers comes into the kitchen to like drop off a plate, and her mom's like, "Oh, this is my my daughter Joanna." And the lady's like, "Oh, it's so good to meet you. Your mom never stops talking about you. She's so proud of you." And Joey's like, Ugh. <laughs> "It's very awkward. Cool, I'm here to take money from her." Yeah, yeah. My heart broke for the mom in yeah, this sequence for sure. Mm -hmm. 
then Raina's like, you should also ask Pete for money. And then we get the revelation that she slept with Pete, which is uh, like 15 years ago, which is why part of the reason that Kristen doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. And then we get that really weird scene where like, to this point, Pete has been cool. You know, in, like, yeah. a do-bro way, but, like, cool, you know, whatever. He's not homophobic. Until now! And then he acts homophobic. Demands to know what it is that Joey sees in, in girls. Like, wh- why don't you like guys? And it's like, shut up, shut up! Like, literally... Yeah, first of all... <laughs> the thing ahead. that I have written is Joey asks Pete for a loan, and he suspects that Raina put her up to it and is encouraging her not to be with Raina. And then, and then I wrote listen to your family, they love you. And then he says, what is it you don't like about guys? And I'm like, ah! Yeah, like, first of all, Pete, how do you know you don't like guys? Uh, <laughs> answer answer that for me. Yeah. But also, it felt like he was coming on to her. He did a little scene. bit. Yeah. Like, why are you flirting with your sister-in-law? Why are you doing that? What you, what you doing there? And that came out of left field. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I also got that sense that he was like, you know, because he's all, I mean, super homophobic. He's like, how do you know you don't like dudes if you've never tried it, right? And he's like coming close to her. And I'm like, why are you, what? Stop. Bro. Stop. <laughs> like, what is going no. on? And why is this happening all of a sudden when you've been cool up until like it this It is so, second? like she's literally leaving. We, we didn't need this moment. Right. Yeah. It's super unnecessary. We never see Pete again. There's no resolution to this. Yeah. Uh, then we get Raina says that she sold her grandmother's leftover painkillers. And then also, she like says, and also, but like uh, gets cut off mm-hmm. um, and breadcrumbs. So now we're off to yeah. Vermont because that's where the gays live. <laughs> and they like immediately find like community. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Like, I was, like, overtly queer. (laughs) What? It felt unrealistic. I mean, it did a little bit. A little bit. But that was their dream. Like, like, you've never been to Vermont. Maybe that's how how it is. How do you know I've never been to Vermont? The assumptions. Have you been to Vermont? (laughs) No, but I'm (laughs) offended that you assumed it. People from Vermont, is this how it is? Do you, like, go to get gas and meet a couple of lesbians and they invite you for a potluck? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Please please leave a comment on this podcast. I don't know if you can do that. Mm -hmm. Tweet it. Tweet Tweet us. Tweet us at, uh, but is it underscore gay? There's some podcast apps that allow for comments. Yeah. Then they go to this potluck, and they're like, the people that they're with are like, oh, you, do you guys have a place to stay? And they're like, no, we don't have a place yet. And they're like, oh, there's this uh, like boarding house type situation for $700 a month. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. We love pets. <laughs> but then they go to get some money out of Joey's account, and her assets have been frozen because the army... So has found out that she defected. Well, I don't think the army... Does the army know yet? Possibly. Yeah, not that. It's it's for the tool. Yeah, for the... Yeah. Okay. Because Raina reveals that she sold the fancy, like, engine diagnostic tool. Can we talk about how this is the worst possible decision that any human person could make? Yeah, because if you were... Literally, what possessed her to do that? Right. It does not belong to either her or Joey. And, <laughs> and, if you were like... Oh, we're gonna go start over. 
the best, literally the best way for Joey to make money is fixing cars. Yeah. Because that's what Joey's good at. And you took away this thing that makes her better at fixing cars and it, like, would have made her a bunch of money. Like, maybe if we want to be really, really generous, we can argue that Reyna didn't know what it was or, like, the fact that it belonged to the army. But, she, but it still, she it admits wasn't that hers. she did know. And she... Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, does she? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, either way, like, it's not hers, and she doesn't ask before selling it, right. and that's something that you should at least ask. She, yeah. She pawned it for $600, and it's a $3,000 piece of equipment. That's a bad deal. Yeah, you were robbed. Yeah, <laughs> you were robbed <laughs> yeah. So I mean, hard. she clearly didn't really know what she had, but she was, mm-hmm. Joey was like, how did you even know I had that? And this is the first point where Reyna, like, clearly lies, and she was like, oh, you, you told Roy at the hardware store. Like, no, Roy mm-hmm. might have overheard at the hardware store, but, like, you've... I don't know. That, something was fishy mm-hmm. there about how she yeah. knew about that. Joey's solution to this problem, to the fact that not only is she uh, AWOL, but also... Hey, that's the name of the movie. Yeah, roll <laughs> Not only is she AWOL, but now she has stolen a piece of equipment. Uh, her solution to this situation is to run away to Canada, but they don't have passports. Yeah. So only she, Yeah, so they have to turn around. Only she can get mm-hmm. through because she has a military ID. They're not wanted yet, which makes me feel yeah. like, because she wasn't supposed to come back until, like, what, the day after Christmas or, like, two days after Christmas? So mm-hmm. she's not technically AWOL yet. She won't be AWOL until she doesn't come back to base when she's supposed to. Right. So she could get through the border, but the rest of them can't because they need passports and, like, you know, mm-hmm. child trafficking and stuff kind of important to have passports and be like yes i am the mother of these children and i'm not stealing them um yeah reina visibly panics in this scene yeah i mean as you should um (laughs) now you're you have no option you literally have no options now Mm -hmm. Uh, they like lay low at a motel for a little while and joey's like freaking out like trying to figure out what they're gonna do and reina says quit your pouting and come lay down girl you are on the run yeah, well, I feel like at that point she already decided what she's gonna do, so she figures, like, let's have one final nice night together kind of thing. I guess. Yeah. Because she then immediately lies again about who she called on the payphone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. She gets up in the middle of the night to call, to make a phone call. Uh, Joey's like, who did you call? And she's like, oh, yeah, my Uncle Gary, because he's doing the funeral arrangements, and starts crying, starts weaponizing her tears against her girlfriend. Stop! Yeah. Yeah. Very bad. Then they, like, get in the truck again. I don't know where they're going at this point. Uh, Joey calls her mom. Aren't they going to, they're going to breakfast or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she calls her mom, and that was so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That She's was so upsetting. Fully calling her mom to, like, say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And her mom's like, Joey, did you take that tool from the military? They called about it. Like, and I told them it was a mistake, and, like, it, you know, everything's fine. And, yeah, it's, it's super sad. Yeah, and the mom's like, bring Raina back with you. Like, we'll mm-hmm. work this Yeah, Raina and her family just, can, just like, home. stay with us. Like, yeah. Super. Yeah, because she's like, oh, Raina's really torn up about her grandma dying. And her mom immediately is like, well, then bring them here, because you need to be here. Mm-hmm. Best character in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And then Joey walks back into mm-hmm. the diner, and who is there but... 
Roy. What what a what a movie this is. It, you know the absolute devastation. Yes, absolutely. And Roy, see, yeah, what a dick move on Rain's part. Oh, for part. sure. Yeah, you're yeah. not even gonna say goodbye. Yeah, and Roy's like, like she clearly made up this whole story because Roy was like, oh, how sweet of you to like drive my family up here to New York where I had a you know a long haul shipment to drop off like. Yeah, like, how nice on, of you to drive them up here on Christmas to see me. Like, clearly there was... Raina made up this whole story about why they were there. But also, you get... You get the impression that maybe Roy knows what was up. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he has this line where he's like, Yeah, like, I'm gonna get in trouble for, like, leaving work early or whatever to, like, come see my family. But, like, sometimes you gotta... I have a quote written down. He's like, sometimes you gotta risk the job to take care of your family. And he, like, stares straight at Joey when he says this. Mm -hmm. Um, which, is that not what this whole movie is about? Is, like, risking the job to take, to try, at least, to take care of what you perceive as your family? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what Joey's trying to build, and it's collapsing around her. Which is very sad. (laughs) This sucks. This moment, this sucks. It really does. And the kids, like, don't even tell her bye. It, like, I don't know why that breaks my heart, but it does. Because mm-hmm. I was annoyed that she wouldn't take Raina's truck. Like, yes, steal her vehicle, actually. You deserve it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, Raina's I, like, yeah. uh, Roy's gonna drive us home in his truck, so why don't you take my keys and get yourself home to Pennsylvania? And she's mm-hmm. like, standing there crying yeah and like can't take these keys from her so she just, just decides to start walking in the snow to mm-hmm. canada walks and that, to that's canada. how the movie ends like walking mm-hmm. yeah like walks she- to canada gets asked for her passport and the movie ends yeah and again it's like one of those really close-up shots on her face of her crying and she mm-hmm. gets asked repeatedly off screen like for her passport and then it just ends cut to black yeah i i would i this ending i think could have been stronger if they spent more time in the beginning like establishing the relationship and strengthening it and stuff because i just why are you risking all risking it all for this woman who like did not deserve it at all mm-hmm. i mean her life is like oh absolutely ruined. she can never go home yeah, yeah. well the <laughs> thing is she probably can't get into canada anymore which is what mm-hmm. uh you know when they when they go the first time uh, he, they he, get their IDs run. Right. And, and the, he's and like, the oh. guy specifically is like, you're not wanted for anything. Yeah. Which now. It's not going to happen the second time. Is. Yeah. And she's going to get arrested at the border for like mm-hmm. for, st- for theft and, and, and defecting. But she still didn't defect because it's not. But a platoon sergeant was at her house. Her, like, her, like, she. The platoon sergeant came to the house, talked to Ruthie, and that's mm-hmm. what Ruthie is saying when that phone call happens. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the next day. This is the like next a day. Full twenty-four hours has happened when she's supposed to be back at base, and she's not. Mm-hmm. I guess I thought she was going to get into Canada because the the story this is this movie's based on is about someone who seeks asylum in Canada. Right. Mm. Right. But to me, it was implied that she doesn't make it. That like her entire life is ruined, and she's going to jail. Mm-hmm. I guess it's also probably a bit vague on purpose. I think so. So you can yeah. Yeah. decide either ending. Like, Reyna betrayed her. Her entire life is in flames. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not yeah. gonna get any yeah. better, really. Raina's a terrible person. The end. <laughs> this movie's good. Raina's a terrible person. Joey yeah. deserves better. Joey did deserve better. Joey That's does. true. Okay, are those our final thoughts? <laughs> I don't have any more thoughts. Mm-hmm. Is this a movie I would watch with my mom? Maybe. Oh, I would say no, just because of the full frontal nudity. Yeah. Yeah, the sex scenes, no. <laughs> I mean, I would That's say fair. no, like, in general. Yeah. Any queer movie in my family, but... <laughs> my mom really likes watching queer movies, um, and has recommended some to me. She's very mad that we're not doing Philadelphia on this podcast. Oh. Did your mom listen to this podcast? No. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> she likes the idea of gay people, does not want them near her or to exist in her family unit. How's that going for her? My mom would not like the sex scene part. Like, <laughs> the gay is fine as long as they're not having sex. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an episode. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show at ButIsItUnderscoreGay on Twitter. We are OKButIsItGay okay, on TikTok. Autumn makes good TikToks over there. Uh, our theme song is thanks to Enoff, E-N-O-F-F, on Instagram. Kenley, do you have anything to plug? Do you have a Twitter? You gotten anything published recently? Nothing recently. Then, you know, that's fine. Uh, let's see. <laughs> do I have anything to plug, actually? Uh, I have a Twitter. I'm at Alligood underscore K. Um, currently on hiatus, though. I don't know if I will still be on hiatus at the time this podcast comes out. Taking a nice little uh, mental health break for myself. Good for you. It's great to take breaks on Twitter. You know, but now I, I get on like every now and then and I have no idea what the heck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I'm better off for it, I think. So. Hell yeah. Uh, Autumn, where are you on the internet? Uh, at autumnal underscore season on Twitter. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, stay gay.